It's happening. It's the afternoon stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. Everybody stay calm. Sure. Stay Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Join the afternoon stretch now at 615-844-5600. Now here's Bruno and Zach. City, so you know what time it is time for the afternoon stretch here on Nashville Sports Radio. Feels like we've had a two-week vacation, and now we're really back into doing the show. That's that's what's happening. We've been gone for way too long, and I don't know what's been happening. Too many Vandy Boys baseball games. That's what's been going on, which, hey, it's been good at least. Uh, but now we're back. We're back, and it feels like we're going to get more momentum going forward. There is sports news aplenty, tons to talk about today. And if you want to get in, we want to talk to you. 615-844-5600. That is the number for the show. We want you to get in with us today. Devlin McKenzie, this is actually our first time saying hello because yeah. I, I didn't say a word to you walking into the studio. How are you doing today, buddy? I, you know... I'm doing. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Everything is going on right now. It's it's really hard to follow. Man, I, there's it's so sad. We it, this is like I said. I've been like off the reservation. It feels like I haven't been. I I really feel like I've been basically Bruno, right? Like I've just been gone. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's how it is. And uh, so like getting into the rhythm of my daily I'm, I'm i'm still feeling like i'm I'm like i'm coming back from vacation that's what it feels like mm-hmm. i feel like i'm coming back from vacation this is the first week we'll have a uh, full week of shows so there's a there's a lot to get into and then there's you know we start i'm starting to look at the summer ball already got full count rhythm stuff getting up and going we also got uh we got nfl news today as there is just the oh, free agency man. has exploded and the tennessee titans are sleeping at the wheel right now uh titans fans are freaking out I put out a tweet earlier. Uh, the free agency opened up at a noon Eastern time, 11 a.m. here mm-hmm. in Nashville. I put out a tweet that was like 10 minutes after that. It was 11:10, right? And it was a joke. You know, it's a joke tweet that is starting to prove a little evergreen, though. Uh, that just said, "Why have the Titans not signed anybody?" I'm freaking out. Right? It's been 10 minutes in the free agency. That was the whole ha 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 funny funny. Well, now a bunch of people are starting to take that tweet and they're they're really saying that, yeah, J- this is J-Rob 2.0. The, the Titans are tanking. It's over. The se- collapse for Caleb. That's been going on in my mentions. Hashtag collapse for Caleb. Already looking into next year. It's actually a good one. It's a great one. Yeah, it really is. Uh, so Titans fans are already swarming right now. We'll see if there's any news about that. And then on the other side, because th- this is the weird thing, and, and I think this is the best uh this is the best time i think for sports it it really is we have college basketball selection sunday yesterday we have uh all the nfl free agency news you got baseball warming back up getting into this you know swing of things pun intended uh you have basketball going which i know you're heavily favored into right now strictly nba nba i guess that's the best way yeah i got it I tried. Yeah, you try college basketball. I can't. It's it's one of those things. You either like it or you don't. Yeah, you know. Yeah. It's uh, I'm trying to think of like a food. You know, it's it's tuna fish. 
You either like tuna fish or you just don't. You just don't. There's He's nobody who's like, it. yeah, every once in a while, I'll take a tuna fish sandwich, extra mayo. Not watching it. No. Not eating it. No. No, it's not happening. Um, but I, I, I do think that this, to me, is the best time because you, you get all this. You get all the fun stuff. You're not so much getting the playing going on, right? Like the playing's not happening, which playing's fun. Uh, but you get you get a lot of other stuff going on. You get a lot of other, you get a lot of news. You get a lot of news coming out, and really, that's the stuff we love the most. The games, the games are almost secondary. We love juicy news. Uh, Vandy fans, though, have went through it this weekend. Went through it this weekend. I mean, you have been the highs and the lows in just a matter of forty eight hours. Selection Sunday. There, I I talked about this. Of course, you know we have Blake Lovell on uh, weekly. We'll have him on this week. Um, I'm sitting him with them at the SEC tournament. We sat right next to each other the whole time, pretty much, and we're just chit chatting as the games are going on. And I remember looking over and saying to him, "You could just feel like this team's not going to make it to the to the tournament. You could just feel it. You really could." And I, I think it was a little bit of. Some of the national media th- that I was talking to, uh, I talked to one writer who, frankly, I don't know his name. I'm not going to lie. I-, I think I looked him up. He had like 200,000 subscribers on Twitter or fo- subscribers. You got it. Followers <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, but he was a national writer and I- he was leaving right as Vanderbilt and LSU was was teeing up on Friday or whatever day that was. And. I, I, you know, I made Joe, oh man, you're already out. And he said, uh, yeah, you know, I'm going to see more pro scouts at the bar than I'm going to see, uh, here in this game. It's hurtful. That is hilarious. But when I, when I heard that, that's the national media, right? This guy doesn't live in Nashville. He writes for the athletic. One of the big time writers for the athletic. That's brutal honesty. That's the view of what Vanderbilt basketball looked like. Now it's easy for us to sit here in Nashville and, and we know Vanderbilt and we know the crevices and all the nooks and crannies and the history. And we see it every single day. So you can listen to people like me or the other stations or watch the shows that are local here. And everybody's got their take on Vanderbilt, you know, and it's, it's frankly a, a really boring take right now. This team should have been in the tournament. I think they had a case. I do. I think they had a legitimate case. And, and, and the rhetoric that keeps coming out with all of these different, just different people that keep saying, well, you know, you, don't look at the numbers side of things. Don't look at the numbers. Don't look at the numbers of Vanderbilt. Look at how they played in the last 12 games. 11 and 1 in your last 12 games. That's, that's all you need to know about the whole season. Unfortunately for Vanderbilt, you did play the beginning of the season. You you did. And whether we like the net rankings, guess what? I won't say net rankings on this this program for probably about a year. <laughs> I won't say that term after today. But whether you agree with them, whether you disagree with them, they don't take a certain time frame of basketball and value it lesser. In some cases, the losses to lesser opponents matter more than the wins to the bigger opponents. That's that's the real truth. That's the real truth. Strength of schedule should matter. I understand that. If you're a Vandy fan, I know it sucks. You feel like you got strayed down the path. But 
that's the real side of it is losing the grambling and early those early games and that early and I get Jerry Stackhouse came out and said that's a preseason. That's not preseason. That's the season. You lose those games, they do count. They do count. And I get I get it. They were a hot up as of late. But to not even get on the first four out, or last four out, that is, they weren't mentioned on the selection Sunday. That that's the real side. That's the thing that I think Vandy fans, uh, if they were, if they were at least mentioned, if they were mentioned in this one, it's one of the respect. Yeah, just give us the respect of it. They weren't even mentioned. They weren't talked about. They weren't discussed. They weren't even a thought on anybody's mind. If you watch that program from beginning to end, they were not mentioned for a second. They were not mentioned for a second of that program. And I'll tell you this. There was a there was a few key little nuggets that dropped out of there by the uh, committee head. If you watch that little interview about, you know, they went around the room and started talking, well, what about this team? And what was your thoughts here? And all that kind of stuff. He mentioned that injuries and even Bill Self's absence with Kansas. He, he, he pointed that out as a, as a, for instance, that that does play a factor into their seeding and their rankings. And I sit here and wonder now, I tweeted out whenever I heard that, was, was Lee and Robbins' injury – Big man for the for Vandy, big big part of the team, was was that a factor into them not even being in the discussion? I I had it firmly in my head, and I think a lot of people did too who were local. Um, the win over Kentucky would have sealed it for Vandy that they were at least in the mix, at least in the mix, right? And in the in the mix, and we saw in Lenardi, you know, a lot of people were getting pissed at Lenardi. At least Lenardi was putting your team on the paper. You know, the NCAA, they're, they're, they didn't even give you a chance. They didn't show you anything. They didn't say anything about Vanderbilt. There was nothing. Even when they showed you the last four out and all that, they didn't even mention Vanderbilt at all. Had they had just at least mentioned Vandy, I think Vandy fans would be happy. But the fact of how the games were played at the beginning of the year, and look, valiant effort for Vanderbilt basketball. That team is good. That team would go farther in the tournament than teams that are currently in the tournament now. I would truly believe that. I would. I truly do believe that. But you don't just get to go off the eye test. The eye test, sure. But the problem with the eye test is you weren't watching basketball in, you know, in January. I wasn't either. <laughs> I wasn't either. But you know who was? The committee. That, that's what they're looking at. And they're saying, you lost to these people. This is unforgivable. You had a 60-point loss against Alabama. That did spark, right? It sparked Vanderbilt after that. Or, you know, us, you know, Jerry Stackhouse watching our show. Mm -hmm. That could have sparked them. Some would argue that. But it it was tough. It was tough. I I get it. Vandy fans out there were very, very sad. Um, I I understand it. I understand it. The, The real clear sign is that the NIT rankings, they got number they got a two rank in the NIT uh or two seed that is that means what were they the the sixth team out you know in, in, I believe UNC declined the invitation to go to the NIT as well so really that there they would have been dropped a lower seeding possibly um they weren't in the mix at all that's the real side of this they weren't in the mix at all and I, I I'm not gonna sit here and be the homer and say well I think Vanderbilt should have gotten in because blah, blah, blah. Because I live in the geographical location of where they play. Like, I'm not going to do that. I I agree that I think they were a good team, and right now they play stronger. But 
going forward, if you're Stackhouse and you're Vandy basketball, guess what? Those early games matter. So I, I firmly believe he's going to schedule Grambling again. He's going he's gonna to schedule Grambling again. They're going to beat him by 80. They're going to make sure that. And then I think he's going he's gonna to schedule cupcakes. I think, and I think you should because this is what the the, the this is what the NCAA wants. They don't want, they don't they don't care. They want you to have wins. They want wins on the record book. That's what they care about. So get them, get the wins going forward. Get the wins. Something that I heard that I think is a very interesting thought about Vanderbilt, and more specifically about Jerry Stackhouse. Should Vandy fans be worried? After a loss like this, and not really a loss, after a missed opportunity like this, would this push Stackhouse to leave Vanderbilt and go to a bigger school? Because a lot of people would say right now, they don't think if Vanderbilt had North Carolina's name on their jersey, but you had the Vanderbilt record, UNC's probably in. Bigger school, bigger bigger history of the tournament, uh, blue blood, all those kind of things go into the factor. So there's a lot of people out there that would claim that if it was one of those bigger name schools that had this kind of record, they probably would have got in. The way that the way that Vanderbilt started taking fire going forward, they probably would have been in. There's a lot of people that would claim that. There's a lot of people that would claim that. But the the truth of the matter is, Vandy lost those early games. That is that that is just it. I will tell you this at the SEC. I got to do the you know we as the media you get to vote on um, SEC. Uh, f- uh, what is it? The MVP of the tournament and then the tournament top five, all that kind of stuff. I I I think people probably thought I would have been crazy, but I think there was one guy on all those teams that had to take a bigger role and stepped up in that bigger role in a multitude of ways, and I think it was Jordan Wright. I put him down as my SEC tournament MVP. I know a lot of people had Brandon Miller. I think Brandon Miller ended up winning it. Uh, Brandon Miller is probably the best player out there if you're just looking at skill, but did Alabama need Brandon Miller to win throughout the tournament? Not really. Uh, there there was plenty of games where he was good. I mean, he's going to be he's going to get his no matter what. But Jordan Wright was, I mean, the heart and soul of, of that Vandy basketball team. And Ezra as well. Ezra is also another one that obviously he gets mentioned as well in that. Uh, and those were the two of Vandy that I put into the top five. Uh, I, I, I think that I think that it was it, – it, I get they didn't make it on into the championship, but Texas A&M just showed up in the one game. I mean, you could – they could shoot across the court with their eyes closed. They weren't missing. It didn't matter. Shooting you out of the gym – I mean, it was it, as just a spectator, right? I'm not on the court. I felt demoralized just watching these guys run down the court. I mean, there was nothing you could do. Just shooting you out of the court. And then they show up in the SEC championship, and there was nothing. There was nothing. They were not the same team that they played against Vandy. Had the team that showed up against Alabama, Texas A&M, against Alabama, had showed up against Vandy, Vandy's in that SEC championship. That's the real truth. They're in that championship, and they get another chance to redeem themselves against Alabama. And ha- who knows? Had they had they got close against Alabama, had they made it into that championship, would they have been sniffing the tournament? I don't know if they would have been. I don't know if they would have been. I thought beating Kentucky for sure would have set it up, but it, that didn't get him close at all. It almost felt like beating Kentucky two times in, in what, a two-week stretch, whatever it was. 
it almost felt like that hurt them. It almost felt like that hurt Vanderbilt. I don't know why. I don't. I, I don't know how the net rankings, you know, work out and all the algorithms and everything going forward. But it almost felt like it hurt them. That's just my opinion on it, though. That's my opinion. 615-844-5600. If you want to jump in, we want to talk to you. We're going to open up the phones, go to your phone calls, when we come back next here on the Afternoon Stretch. Good afternoon. It looks pretty clear right now through downtown. Traffic, of course, has been a lot lighter than normal. It's just now starting to develop a little bit of volume over here on 24 across the Sullivan Evans Bridge. Plenty of radar out through Wilson County this afternoon, especially in the Mount Juliet area. Be careful. Nash Painting services all the Middle Tennessee. Ask about their vapor blaster that removes paint uh, without dust damaging the house. Check this out online at nashpainting.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Are you tired of your current vehicle? Maybe looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle? Hey guys, it's Zach. Hayes Nissan of Rivergate is the best choice for your vehicle needs. Located at 1550 Galton Pike North in Madison, Hayes Nissan of Rivergate has been serving the Middle Tennessee community for over three decades. That gives you confidence that Hayes Nissan of Rivergate can find the perfect vehicle for your lifestyle and your budget. Their friendly and knowledgeable staff will make sure you are taken care of. I should know because I've seen it firsthand. Every vehicle I've purchased has been from Hayes Nissan of Rivergate, and I love the entire process. Now, I don't want you to forget about their award-winning parts and service department. It has everything you need to get you back on the road. Go visit them on the web at NissanofRivergate.com. They're open there 24-7, 365 days a year. Or give them a call at 615-865-7220. Again, that number is 615-865-7220. That's Hayes Nissan of Rivergate, where your dollar always goes farther. Welcome to Smashville. Join us at Bridgestone Arena coming up Thursday, March 16th for St. Patrick's Day as your Nashville Predators take on the Chicago Blackhawks. Make sure you purchase the special St. Patty's Day pack. It's presented by Corner Pub and it's available now at NashvillePredators.com slash tickets. That's NashvillePredators.com slash tickets. The pack includes two tickets to the game, $20 in Nash cash, and $1 lucky one scotch ales at Downtown Corner Pub starting at just $129. Let's go Preds. Jim Rome is here weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio, WNSR. Give the show a couple of weeks. You're not going to like it. Nobody likes this show the first time they heard it. My wife hated the show. I married her. Give it two weeks. If after two weeks you can honestly say to me, you know what? I listened to every day for two weeks, and the truth is I hate you more now than I did the first day. Then I'm going to be man enough to say to you, you know what? You probably aren't that smart. Jim Rome, 11 to 2 on Nashville's original sports radio, WNSR. There's a weekend in July where the baseball world revolves around a village in upstate New York. Baseball Hall of Fame induction weekend in Cooperstown is an unforgettable experience filled with family-friendly activities and priceless moments. Make your plans today for July 21st through the 24th for the induction of Fred McGriff and Scott Rowland as the class of 2023. Visit BaseballHall.org today for the entire schedule. See you in Cooperstown where the journey becomes legend. Your exclusive Nashville Sports Radio WNSR Skyscan forecast for this afternoon. Partly sunny skies, a high of 47 with a light northwest wind. For tonight, a widespread frost warning after midnight, overnight low 30 degrees. A utilizing the resources Follow of the, the afternoon stretch on, on Twitter at Bruno Reagan and Zachariah Grimm. W. Really, man? You want that? I'm not spelling that out. Whoa! 
the afternoon stretch. Devil McKenzie, Zach Williams, here inside the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. Hey, after the show, because we're done at 6 o'clock, Youth Connect, talking high school sports. Uh, Coach Grigsby and Darren McFarland are going to be in here. Getting you all wrapped up on everything Middle Tennessee, Tennessee high school sports. Always news going on with that. So that's going to be Mondays every 6 p.m. Or sorry, I said that. I said that weird. It's going to be every Monday at 6 p.m. That's the proper way to say that. And then they're going to be uh, 6 to 7 p.m. And then uh, joining the Grizz in progress tonight. That's how that's going to be going. So a new show starting right after us here today. A new show with a familiar face is what really we should brand that one as. 615-844-5600. I will say this. If if we're talking NFL right now, the Bears are murdering right now. The Bears are in fuego. They are in fuego with the I mean if we're we're Nashville, we're here in Tennessee Titans who have made uh, no Bo Peep about anything right now. They've done nothing. But the Bears, they're spending money like they want to win a, win a championship. They're making deals like they want to win a championship. Well, when they got the most cap space in the NFL this year, you might as well go out and spend it. I mean, dollar, dollar bills. Chicago's happy. Yes. Chicago's happy. I mean, look, come mid, you know, mid-December, may not be as happy. Let's just be frank. I think they're plus 350 to win the division. I know, and you and you have a rod coming out of there, mm-hmm. possibly. I mean, we'll talk about that news here th- in a little bit. I think the Vikings are just cleaning house right now. Detroit's it's it's that's crazy. It, it could be Detroit, Chicago. If you're a Chicago Bears fan, jump in on the phone lines. We're gonna go to the phone lines. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. I want to hear. I want to hear from you. Jump in. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. Let's go. Uh, let's go, Jeff in the borough. Jeff, how you doing today, buddy? I'm all right. How you doing? I'm doing well, bud. I just want to say, eat your body at work, Zach. Okay, this stuff down the stretch, no. Don't lose to Grambling and Southern Miss. You wouldn't have this problem. Grambling beat Colorado. Hold on, Jeff. Hold on. Yeah, pause. Because what the hell? What did, what did I say? Did you even listen to me? Devlin, am I crazy? No. Is he is he not just repeating what I just said? Yes. For what, 20 minutes? Yep, first segment. Yep. I mean, come on. Go listen back. We'll have it up after the show. You can go back and listen. Or you can go on the uh, the video feed and rewind. I was just talking about that, Jeff. What are you saying that I'm not – what are you saying? Let me say this. The SEC got eight teams in. There'll be seven after tomorrow night because Mississippi State's going down. They shouldn't be in it either. They shouldn't be in the tournament either. The Pittsburgh's going to beat them. So there'll be seven after Tuesday night after they get through getting whipped. You know, the SEC got too many in. They didn't serve, they didn't serve eight in. The ones that got in, I guess, should be in supposed to be in Mississippi State shouldn't. They do this every year. They play a bunch of weak sisters, and they can't win SEC game to save their life. They go eight and ten or. Seven well, what were your thoughts on A uh, and M? Do you think A and I think A and M should have been seated higher? I mean, whatever it is, what it is. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, Kentucky beat Texas A and M during the season. Kentucky's rated higher. What's the big deal? You got to go play. It don't matter what you seated now. Play. It don't matter. The seeding bid. What's the big deal? Tennessee got seeded four. What's Tennessee being seeded four for? Kentucky beat them twice. Kentucky ought to be a two seed. Kentucky beat Tennessee twice. What's the deal? Kentucky should be bitching. They beat Tennessee twice and other teams too. They played Michigan State and some other teams. They didn't play Grambling. I mean, I mean, how much, like, we have to, we got to listen to all this Kentucky rant. You know what I mean? Life's hard up there for Big Blue Nation right now, I guess. 
I don't know. I don't either. I, I, I don't even know what he was saying there at the end. Can I just be honest? Checked out. I 100% checked out just then. 615-844-5600. I, when, I start, when I start looking around the room, I got ADHD. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, you know, shiny things always trying to sparkle my attention away. That's fine. But, I mean, when I'm someone's called into my show to talk and I start, you know, noticing the crown molding inside of the room, there's a problem. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I feel like Devlin can catch it too in my eyes sometimes when I just just drift away. You're on radio. You're live. <laughs> I mean, I just bored. That was boring. Give me a good call. How about that? That's what you got to do, Jeff. Give me a good. Don't say the opposite of what I just said the segment before, even though I just said that, and you're telling me that I said the opposite. I mean, that's that's boring in itself. You aren't listening. Two, give me something other than your old shtick. You know, Kentucky's better, and they 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 should be doing. No, they're not. They suck. They suck. Just, they lost to Vanderbilt, who didn't even get in the tournament. So where where we lay with that? They lost to Vanderbilt twice. You know, you want to talk about they beat Tennessee twice. They lost to Vanderbilt twice. One in a close fashion, the other not so close. It was actually pretty dominant. Calipari was about to blow a blood vessel in his head from how upset he was on the sideline at the end of that game. So I mean, come on, that was that was low tier. That was uh, you know, if we're ranking it, was that like an F? Yeah, it's probably an F tier. Probably F tier call. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. Tony in Nolensville. Tony, how are you doing today, buddy? Good afternoon, guys. And uh, Zach, by the way, you look pretty good on TV. They help uh, showing you quite a bit on TV right there. Look, I'll be 100% honest, Tony, because people were like, I got so many texts and tweets. First off, I did not realize that I chew gum super hard. I, I didn't know that until people – I had a buddy text me and said, man, it looks like you're enjoying the heck out of that gum. <laughs> you know, that's – <laughs> I told my wife, I said, look there, there's Zach right there on second row, press row. I would say the, that was Washington, pretty good. the Washington Post, so, you know, just for everybody out there, media have, like, designated seats, and, and uh, I don't think I had a designated seat. I just had, like, one of their open seating. But the Washington uh. Post didn't show up once. They did not show. So I just sat in the Washington Post set because it was right next to my good buddy, Blake Club. I think that's great. And that's, that's prime a, TV a ideal club, place to be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of Kentucky, that thug that plays center for Big Blue, that stuff that he did to the Vanderbilt player, if that had been outside the building, he would have been taken downtown because that was assault and battery. I can't argue. You know what that. I'm talking about in, in the paint? I mean, that was – uh, he gets away with there. so much stuff, and I, I I really can't stand him. I've I've got another name for him other than what's the name Segway, Shagway, or whatever it is. I've got something else I like. I call him probably not. FCC we won't go there. Allowed, <laughs> just kids, <laughs> right? Oh yeah, that's true. And uh, but uh, you know my my deal. I've come to the simple conclusion because I'm talked. I mean, this is just unbelievable what did take place. And uh, I've just come to the conclusion the NCAA Selection Committee is the Karen of college basketball. (laughs) But (laughs) that's the way I I just feel that the lack of respect they show for Vanderbilt. I mean, it was just, uh, as I told a buddy of mine today, and this is, uh, I'll take it down this road and I'll say it. They showed less attention to Vanderbilt than the police department has showed to Brandon Miller down in Alabama. Now, that's the way I feel about it. I feel that way. I mean, it's just uh, because 
I don't think he should be playing, my personal opinion. Uh, I have touted him on these airways. But uh, I think a good thing Alabama could have done when all that took place was set him, say, let's see how the investigation plays out. If he's cleared of any wrongdoing, we're going to play him. I went back and looked at Alabama's schedule when that part of the season uh, was taking place. The teams they played in that stretch at two or three weeks, they would have beat them anyway. They wouldn't even lost a game. And they've got so much talent, and they're so long, they could have played two or three games without him and done the right thing. But I have lost a lot of respect for that whole university, that the way that went about and that uh, that happened. Now he's the player of the year, all-tournament player of the year, everything else player of the year, and uh, that type of deal. But it's, uh, I don't want to go down that road anymore, but that's just the way I feel about him. And uh, just – Zach, I'm going to just ask you this opinion. Mm-hmm. North Carolina did what they did and said, you know what, we're just backing out of the NIT. Thank you for the invite. Because a lot of people think you have to go. Well, you don't. The players vote on it a lot of times. Mm-hmm. The coaches, you know, and they'll hold the vote. So do you think a more statement would have been made by not playing in the thing? Or would you think, go on, do the right thing, go play, let's – Continue playing together. Maybe we can still go win a national title. The NIT, the oldest of the two, you know. And But even when you win that, everybody still says, well, you're just number 69, you know. But somebody's going to put a ring on. There's only going to be two national champions. Do you not play and just say thanks but no thanks? Or do you go play, try to win the natty, and, and try to go ahead and just and get to that stage? I'm going to let you talk about that, or do you want me to hang online and give you an opinion or two on it? No, no I appreciate you, Tony. I appreciate you calling out. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know off air here. Um, and if anybody else wants to jump in, 615-844-5600. Because I think there are a lot of Andy fans that are kind of thinking the same way that Tony is, right? That uh, that it almost feels like you want to stick it back to the to the whole to the whole to the whole system. The system was rigged, and you want to you know. Take some power back. That's what you want to do. My opinion, and it may not, I, I, I don't know. I've kind of flip-flopped a little bit with my Vandy takes. I'm not going to lie. Because it, it it's the more information that I see and get, and then I really contemplate it. Because I watched Vanderbilt play, right? Like I, I was watching them during this 11-1 streak uh, live and in color and saying, hey, this team is really, really good. This team could go very far. This team could win the NIT, by the way. I want to put that out there. So playing in the NIT, to answer part of Tony's question, I think they're wanting to play because they think they could actually win it. You look at some of the other teams that are in there, they could legitimately win the NIT. That that's not to, you know, that's not something you just you, you just say, oh well, you know, it's the NIT. I think we've all kind of turned the NIT is the the, the tax slayer bowl of college football, right? Like that's what it's become. Uh it's it, it feels like one of those lesser bowl games. Uh, but it's still for the players. It's something to hang their hat on. Say we won that. But to to really answer Tony's question, I don't think Vandy. Yes, they get a choice, but in the real sense of things, you don't get to say, "Well, you know, we played this good, so we, you know, we don't deserve to be here." The way UNC was. I mean, and you look at UNC, number one seeded coming in 
to college basketball this year and then not making the tournament. It's the only time a, a number one seed started the tournament or sorry, started the year and then didn't even make it into the tournament ever since they expanded. That's the first time. That's the first time that's ever happened. Uh, I, I think UNC should have played in the NIT, right? Instead of denying it the way they did. Uh, but I don't think any of the teams that were sitting there, they're sitting in the NIT because of the situation that they had played themselves in through the whole season. That's what I'm, that's what I think a lot of Andy fans and, and I got swept up in a little bit. The whole season does matter. It does. It, it, it does. That's what, that's what the NCAA told you. They, they said, yeah, you know, you're not going to get to just be the, the, that's not a preseason out of conference is not a preseason. It's not going to be that way. And as good as the 11 and one streak had been right. There was some really bad periods, right? You lose to Alabama by 60, which I bet Stackhouse is regretting some of the decisions he made in that game to let it get out that crazy. That is that is one reason. That is that is a big glaring reason. And then the early losses and out of conference. You can't have those happening. And 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 Stackhouse was questioned that uh I believe after the LSU game, uh talking in the presser after the game. He somebody, you know, uh, started talking to him saying, you know, should you get into the tournament or, you know, it's just a bunch of lines of questions. And, and he mentioned how, you know, we, we scheduled harder teams uh, for our out of conference and we could just schedule cupcakes, but that's not what we want to do. Well, guess what? You should, that's just the real side of it. You should, because those games actually don't matter when, until they do, mm. you know what I'm saying? Mm. They don't matter until you're on Selection Sunday and you're not even getting mentioned because of those losses. Much more impactful if you lose than if you win. Exactly. Exactly. So I I, I don't want to sit – I'm not trying to be the anti-Vandy guy. I promise you I'm not trying to do that. But there is some of it that they made their own bed and they had to lie in it. Look, they did they did their best at the end of the season. I don't think – had they beat LSU and been that 12-0 all the way through, they, they maybe got a – a shot at being the last four out, you know, not in, but out. They they may have gotten a shot to at least get mentioned on the broadcast, but they they just waited too long. You procrastinated. You know, that's that's the that's the best way to say it. And I give any fans don't want to hear that. That's that's just my thoughts on it. And and it's actually it's frankly not my thoughts. It's what it is. You know, that's like I I can give my opinion. Everybody can give their opinion. And there, trust me, there's plenty of shows out there giving you opinions about this right now and talking about it. And if you want to go listen to somebody who wants to pander and say, well, you know, don't just forget about all the analytics of everything. Let's just look at, you know, these last little bit of games. It, Daniel Tosh had a joke. I remember one of his stand-up specials. I'm not going to get in all of them. <laughs> Devlin, Devlin like gave me like, started giving Careful. me the worried eyes there. Um, uh, saying talking about bad test takers you know well I'm, I'm really good at school but i'm just a bad test taker oh you mean the thing that proves to us whether you're good in school or not yeah. that's the thing you do bad at yeah. right like that that was that was vanderbilt like you know they just didn't they didn't win in games that they should have won and then they won in games they should they shouldn't have won i i i don't you can't they don't you don't get to take away parts of the season and then just crop it down to you know just this one little area and say well look how good they did in it and they did they did fantastic. They had they had a really good end of the year. I mean, probably one of the best 
into the years that we've seen in, in like the last decade at least of college basketball in general. But it still wasn't enough to do what they needed to do to get in the tournament. That That's just the real side of it. Because once again, it's not me saying that. That is the NCAA. The, the people, the committee that chooses this are telling you that. They're telling you it wasn't good enough. You you should have took care of business where you take care of business. So now what you do is you sit back, you reevaluate, and you say, "All right, I, we're gonna we're gonna schedule." I'm I'm trying to think of you know we're gonna schedule Vol State basketball for the you know we're gonna schedule Ohio we're gonna schedule you know I'm I'm just pulling teams mm-hmm. out right you know we're gonna we're gonna schedule the cupcakes of the cupcakes we're gonna look at whoever had zero wins last year in their conference play and we're gonna start scheduling them. And they're, everything else be damned because that's what the NCAA wants you to do to win, to get into the selection Sunday. And then you perform inside your conference play. You don't, you don't get to take the eye test and say, oh, well, this is the guarantee, right? You don't get to just do that. You, you, you have to take the full resume. That, that's just my thought. You know, and I give any fans are upset. I, I'm just telling you what the NCAA told you. That's what they told you. And once again, I don't think you take anything away from Vanderbilt, and I don't think the the kids, I don't think the kids should want to get, take anything away from Vanderbilt. You know, they they should, uh, they should play in the NIT, and they I I like I said, I think they have the talent and the way that they're playing right now. They can absolutely win the NIT. And if you're Vandy basketball, if you're Jerry Stackhouse, there you go. That's that's the uh, that's like that, that would be a huge win for your program because then you would have just gotten more and more better year in year out tony from nolensville called in Uh wanted to chime in didn't want to get on the air but he just wanted to chime in here vandy earlier in the season did beat five of the teams that are in the tournament i i get it yeah i i get it like like i'm i'm just saying the losses scream Mm -hmm. louder than the wins that that's what's going to happen here the losses scream louder than the wins and that's what the ncaa is telling you so make sure you schedule nobody, nobodies outside of, you know, when the games are supposed to win. That's just, that's what they're telling you. That's what they're telling you. Um, I don't, I don't think there was some big collusion to keep Vandy out. I saw some people, you know, going that route saying like, they don't want Vandy in because it's Vanderbilt. What does that mean? People, only people in <laughs> Vanderbilt, are, only, only, only people in Nashville are saying that. Yeah. I mean, if I really thought they got snubbed, somebody else will be talking about it. Yeah. It's just this area. Like, like once again, nobody's talking about exactly. outside of this area. Uh, and, and look, they are a good team. Like I said, I said this uh, in the first segment, right? They are, they would go farther than other teams that are currently in the tournament in the tournament if they were in agreed especially with the momentum that they had going to the end of the season exactly but it doesn't matter doesn't matter doesn't matter it's all moot i you know the whole I, like i said i i'm just not gonna sit here and pander i'm not gonna pander and say you know what yeah vandy fans please listen to my show yes i mean i mean yes i mean vandy should be in you know the ncw told you they told you in black and white it's right there it's right there they told you and and it sucks and it hurts but you know what Take all that anger, take all that energy, and bring it to Memorial against Yale for the NIT. Uh, they're playing tomorrow night. Get your tickets now. Get out there to Memorial. That's the thing. The people that are so outraged, they should fill up Memorial with the NIT. Go support them. Go support the program. Don't don't sit back and send a tweet or you know jump in my DMs or something like that. No, 
Take the energy and go see the boys and support them. Support them like they are in the March Madness tournament right now, like they're playing in Birmingham down the road. Support them like that. That's what you should do. Don't don't get mad at me. I'm I'm just a just a guy with a mic in my face. Right, Devlin? Uh-huh. <laughs> just doing it. Just doing it. Uh, hey, uh, we're about to run to a break. If you want to jump in, 615-844-5600. Coming up on Thursday, we're going to be live at Play It Against Sports in Hendersonville. So if you want to yell at me, you can yell at me in person. Uh, <laughs> Play It Against Sports in Hendersonville. That's 201 North Anderson Road, Hendersonville, Tennessee. Going to be giving away a Cleveland RTS Zipcore Sandwich. It's 169 Club. If you want to win that, you got to get in. That's only going to be at Play It Against Sports in Hendersonville this Thursday, March 16th. Back after this here on the afternoon stretch. Good afternoon. Really not too bad as far as interstate accidents. It's a bit lighter than normal out here today. Traffic's on the increase, however, through the Mount Julian area. I-40 has been in pretty good shape so far out through Wilson County. It's building up here on the south loop on 65 at Wedgwood, continuing down into Brentwood. A wreck with injuries. We heard it dispatched twice. Smith Springs Road and Anderson Road. Uh, again, the fire department should be there in just a few minutes. Hey, Nash Painting Services, all of Middle Tennessee. If you want your house painted right, uh, check these guys out. They're awesome. NashPainting.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. At Total Wine and More, save big on what you love this month with hundreds of deals. Get up to 35% off over 100 different wines and spirits, including Cabernet, Sparkling Wine, Single Barrel Bourbon, and so much more. These savings are huge, and even better, they're on top of prices that are already the lowest in town. Deals this good don't last long, so visit Total Wine and More to find yours. Love what you find at the lowest price, only at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly, B21. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Grizz Nation. Let's pack FedEx Forum for a certified Western Conference showdown. Don't miss your Memphis Grizzlies Saturday at 7 as they battle the Warriors. Presented by Pinnacle Financial Partners. Catch all the action as the guys push for the postseason and get ready for the playoffs. Get hyped. Get ready for a fierce showdown and secure your tickets by calling 901-888-HOOP or shopping online at grizzlies.com. From Nashville Sports Radio, WNSR. 
What's your next dream? Paying off your credit card? Remodeling your kitchen? Exploring the rainforest of Costa Rica? Whatever your dreams, they take some planning. And State Farm agent Austin Hardy is right here in the Middle Tennessee community to lend a hand. As your local good neighbor, he can help you look at the things you want to save for and come up with a plan to make those saving goals happen. Because your money should work just as hard as you to achieve your dreams. So whether it's being free of debt or free to roam the world, call State Farm agent Austin Hardy here in the Middle Tennessee community. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. It's the Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. When you picked up your first girl in college or at the bar, what do you do for every girl you meet after that? You do the same thing. You're just like, this works. So Vrabel, he's like, well, we just have to keep trying to get back to this. So it, it makes sense to me. That's why every time you go up to a girl's bar, you're just like, please, please, <laughs> please, please. It just worked that one the time. Afternoon Stretch. Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. <laughs> The Afternoon Stretch with Zach and Bruno. I would say something snarky, but I don't want to get a phone call from Zach's dad. Brant Carthon, not asleep at the wheel anymore, baby. Finally, the Tennessee Titans get some momentum and they make a move on a tackle. It is Andre Dillard. Everybody stay strapped in. Former first round pick for the Eagles uh, out of Washington State. Uh, a 6'5 tackle they are bringing in. They get him. I didn't see the turn. Was there terms on I that? I have not seen it yet. Uh, I haven't seen the terms for it yet uh i don't think they've even uh just an agreement now i need to check see make sure the titans haven't like emailed anything out no they haven't uh but uh yeah just just an agreement so the the uh former eagle is now titans eagles are losing everybody yeah it seems like it i mean i've I've seen them sign big contracts at least one i'll have to go back and look but it was a massive massive deal to somebody that they're re-signing uh, they, they have been, they have been losing a lot of different pieces out. Uh, Andre Dillard. I'm trying to look up a little bit about Andre Dillard. Uh, he play, he's played in since on 2019. Cause that's when he got drafted in. Uh, he played 15 games in that one. Only started four, uh, for the 2021 season, got into 15 games, only started five. And in 2022, he started a whopping zero amount of games. I do not think this is your new left tackle, just for anybody out there. Andre Dillard is not going to be your, your, your future uh, for the Tennessee Titans. They made a move, though, right? Like, that's what you get. You get to see that they, they made a move. The Titans made a move. So they're not this, – this proves something. This proves that they're not dead, right? <laughs> like, they're, they're moving. Are they tanking? I don't know. But he's a twenty. Was he twenty eight years old? Uh, he's going to be twenty eight this year. So yeah, there you go, Andre Dillard. Yeah, Eagles signed earlier. Signed uh, a defensive tackle for eighty four million dollars, four years. Wait, no, that was former Eagles. Former Eagles. Yeah, it was Hargrave, right? Hargrave's yeah. going to the Forty ers Oh, that was a Forty ers That's oh, I a forty. He was re-signed to the Eagles. No. Oh. Jason, uh, Jason Hargrave. What Why is happening? Man, is it Jason? Now you got me all questioning myself. Javon? I don't know. Either way, he's going to the he's going to the 49ers. Wow. Yeah. They they're going to 49ers front is deadly. <laughs> yeah, guess who else they got? Bosa. Sam Darnold. 
they do. I mean, out of all the quarterback controversies in the world that we were putting down, because, look, I came on here, and I made my proclamation last year, and Sam Darnold's going to be a Tennessee Titan. He's going to the 49ers. One-year deal. Going to the 49ers. Brock Purdy, Trey Lance, Sam Darnold. None of whom know if they're going to be. They all three could start day, I, day one, right? I don't understand. Your healthiest quarterback is Sam Darnold. The team is so good <laughs> everywhere outside of quarterback. I'm not saying Brock Purdy was bad. I mean, he won them games, but outside of just that disaster, that team is so good. Uh, all right, we need to uh, run to a break. If you want to jump in, 615-844-5600. Hey, maybe you watched uh, Andre Dillard in uh, Washington State. Did you watch him? Give me your breakdown of him. Like, I don't know him at all. I'll tell you that much. He's not on my radar. Uh, he's from the 2019 draft, if that scares you about anything. 615-844-5600. Good afternoon. Traffic's on the increase pretty much on schedule. Just trying to get north of town on 65 on to Vietnam Vets as you continue I-24 through Rutherford County into Coffee County. A little bit of radar down I-24 this afternoon. Mount Julia traffic's building out in Wilson County, especially going east on I-40. Princess Hot Chicken is catering. Check out that menu at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. The 6th Annual Mid-State Classic is happening on March 15th at the Ridley Sports Complex in Columbia, Tennessee. And this year, it's a doubleheader. For nearly a decade, the City of Columbia Parks and Rec Department has showcased the most highly attended women's college softball matchups in the state. The 6th Annual Mid-State Classic kicks off their doubleheader at 1 p.m. with the Bucks from Motlow State taking on the Chargers of Columbia State. Then at 5.30, the Austin B. Lady Govs battle the Lady Vols of the University of Tennessee. Tickets to the Six annual Mid-State Classics are only 10 bucks and are on sale now. Motlow State versus Columbia State. Austin P versus Tennessee. Wednesday, March 15th, starting at 1.30 at the Ridley Sports Complex in Columbia, Tennessee. For tickets and information to the six annual Mid-State Classic, log on to ColumbiaTN.com slash Mid-State Classic or call 931-388-8119. That's 931-388-8119. The six annual Mid-State Classic. Today on Hey Culligan, reverse to reduce. Here's Bob. Hey Culligan, I love fresh water, but I got plastic bottles coming out. Whoa, Bob, you are not kidding about the bottles. But did you know Culligan's reverse osmosis and always-on drinking water systems provide fresh, clean, delicious drinking water and help reduce the equivalent of over 15 billion plastic bottles from landfills worldwide? Holy fresh, (laughs) environmentally friendly drinking water. Am I right? Right, Bob. And we're already on the way. Let us help you out with a free in-home water test from a local Culligan water expert at Culligan.com. They say they'll get your biggest tax refund. Jackson Hewitt says your biggest tax refund guaranteed and a chance to double your tax refund. Thousands in weekly prizes during the Double Your Refund sweepstakes. Your biggest refund times two, twice the money. So forget about them. File your taxes on the double at Jackson Hewitt today. No purchase necessary to enter or win. Open to U.S. residents 18 or older who file a 2022 federal tax return. Promotion ends 4 Visit jacksonhewitt.com for rules. As a professional realtor in Nashville for more than 40 years, Richard Courtney is one of the city's top-ranked real estate brokers. He's also the author of two books and the real estate columnist for the Nashville Ledger. What does all of this mean to you as a home buyer or seller? Expert knowledge, guidance, and trust. Give Richard Courtney a call today at 615-300-8189. That's 615-300-8189. Or online at richardcourtney.com. 
It's a Bill King Show. Pac-12 football is a joke. It's a laughing stock. It has been left behind by Father Time a long time ago. It has not been prominent in a decade at least. And do you want to know why? God-forsaken leadership. That's why. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Call now, 615-844-5600 with any criticism of the afternoon stretch. Don't worry, they're not smart enough to understand. Titans finally make a move here at the beginning of the NFL free agency period, which I tweeted out 20 minutes after it started. You know, why have the Titans not made a move yet? And people thought it would take me so literal with that. Now they're replying to me, Titans finally made a move so I can, you know, Calm down, I guess. <laughs> Would you rather them not have made any moves at all today for that eerie feeling that something crazy might happen? Or do you feel like they're just just doing just stuff? I'll, I'll say this. Uh, first, let me. I'm going to answer that question. I want to say this real quick. Andre Dillard will not be your starting tackle for the Tennessee Titans come the 2023 season. I do not believe that. I, I don't believe he's going to be a starting tackle. Uh, I would much rather have Paris... Johnson Jr. Uh, than than uh, Andre Dillard. If that does work out for the draft, I hadn't even considered that the fact that they were projected to get a tackle and they just signed one. Yeah. Well, a guy, by the way, a guy who has probably nine start. starts yeah. in three years. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it'd be a reach. It'd be a real reach. Uh, as as Kobe Bryant said, that'd be a Beacom Yoga reach. Um, no stretch is what he said. Beacom mm, yeah. Yoga stretch. Mm. Uh, now to answer your question, it, it's weird. Because Titans off-seasons have been very weird in the fact that they went back-to-back years of being the the team that signed that guy. You know, uh, one year it was Jadavion Clowney, yeah, right? right? That didn't work out. Julio Jones was one year, right? Julio was the yeah. next year after that. Didn't work out. So there, there's something about it. Now, Jadavion took all the way up until spring training, <laughs> I did it again. Spring training, training camp. Mm-hmm. Um, it took all the way up until then because the deal, I, I talked about this a long time ago. The deal was done in March verbally. He was going to come here. Then all of a sudden, it seemed like he started leveraging, trying to go to other teams. Uh, and then it finally ended up with the Tennessee Titans. Um, but the Titans right now, I mean, look, John Robinson's not your GM anymore. The number is out. Three years, $29 million. Three years, twenty nine million. Yeah, that's not what you pay a you no, know starting. No, yeah, no, that's 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 probably a uh, man. I'm forgetting his name now. Uh, the the lineman that they had, Dennis Kelly. That's like a Dennis Kelly. He's gonna be that kind of position. That floating, you know, could be just the fill in guy on each side. But I no safety net. Or they're tanking, right? Like, or they're tanking. That's that's the two options you have right what now. Was it again? Collapse for Caleb. Collapse for Caleb. Hashtag collapse for Caleb. Uh, which I don't know if they're doing that either. But uh, so three. So it's three years, twenty nine million, huh? Yep. Okay. According to a real tweet, not a fake one. <laughs> I, I I'm going to talk about this more in the second hour. I'm going to talk about this way more in the second hour because I want to get into my thought a little bit deeper than what I was talking about here. If you want to jump in, 615-844-5600. Also in the second hour, to get caught up in the hoopla of everything NFL and Vandy, we're going to be talking Preds. Alex Darty of A to Z Sports, he'll be joining us at 525. So we got to talk our Preds, too. Preds are playing hockey, and they everybody forgot about all their little Preds mania at the trade deadline and all their little fun stuff. 
getting overshadowed right now just by a random bear signing. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> All right. First hour's done. Second hour coming up. Don't go anywhere. ABC News, I'm Andy Field. Five years ago, Saifalo Saipov drove a truck into a crowd in New York and killed eight people. A jury convicted him and could have sentenced him to death on nine counts for that ISIS-inspired attack. The jury, though, could not agree on a death penalty, so Saipov will now spend life in prison without parole. East and West Coast bracing for more big winter storms. Northeast and New England expected to be hit by a nor'easter, while Californians experiencing yet another atmospheric river. Depositors at failed Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank will be made whole. To do that, President Biden announcing the government will tap into FDIC deposit insurance up to $250,000. No losses will be borne by the taxpayers. Instead, the money will come from the fees that banks pay into the deposit insurance fund. Former President Trump's ex-lawyer Michael Cohen testifying before a grand jury that's hearing evidence about Mr. Trump's role in a hush money payment. This is ABC News. Breaking news. Tax refund shock is everywhere, but what is it? My tax refund shrank. Mine too. The culprit, pandemic-related stimulus payments and tax credits expiring. In this reporter's opinion, you need a tax expert. Hey guys, Jackson Hewitt guarantees your biggest refund. And tax prep is 50% off? Going there now. 50% off is a limited time offer for new clients filing at participating locations. Max value $200. Visit jacksonhewitt.com slash 50 for terms. Attorney Joe Cordell. Business owners and professionals face special challenges in divorce court. In addition to everything else going on, they have to contend with allegations that they are earning more than they are, coupled with claims on their business or practice itself. Clients with assets depend on their divorce lawyer skills in these matters, and that's why it's so important to hire someone that has those skills. Schedule an appointment with one of Cordell & Cordell's Nashville area attorneys. 810 Crescent Center Drive, Suite 160, Franklin, Tennessee, 37067. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Howdy, folks. I'm back to remind you about the best steakhouse in Music City, Bob's Steak and Chop House. The only place in Middle Tennessee to get A5 Wagyu steaks cooked to perfection. And when that special day rolls around to treat that special someone, make your reservation now at Bob's Steak and Chop House. From petite fillets to massive tomahawk ribeyes. When somebody asks where's the beef, you tell them Bob's Steak and Chop House. Make your Valentine's Day reservations now. And treat the best in your life with the best in Nashville. Bob's Steak and Chop House. At the Omni Nashville Hotel. This is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Your content is that Amy went to Mike and said, is this guy okay with you? And, and he gave it the stamp. I sure hope that she went yeah. to Vrabel and got his input about Carthon. Oh, I'm sure uh, she yeah. did. But I mean, yeah. you know, you're saying if he said, no, nah, I don't like this guy, keep looking. Yep. She would have kept looking. I, no doubt in my mind, Patton. Holy. <laughs> yeah. Greg Pogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Prescription products require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Subscription required. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 90% cheaper? And you can get it online? 
Just go to 4 slash joy. At Hims, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the biggest brands at 90% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but 90% cheaper. It's the same medication you get from your doctor, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4 slash joy. That's 4 slash joy for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. It's the Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. Everybody stay calm. Stay f***ing calm. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Join the Afternoon Stretch now at 615-844-5600. Now here's Bruno and Zach. Second hour of the program. If you want to get in, we want to talk to you. 615-844-5600. Titans getting in on the free agency news, but there's more than just the Titans happening. Much more. Much more. 615-844-5600. Devlin McKenzie, Zach Williams here inside the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. We'd love for you to jump in. Jump on in. Come on. Pick up the phone. Call in. 615-844-5600. 5,600. Uh, Andre Dillard. That's your, that's the hot topic right now. That's the name. Everybody wants to talk about. It's every, look, the, I'm going to say this cause we got the breaking right as it happened, right? As the show's on here, I, three years, 29 million. Uh, I, if, if this is who the Titans believe that they're going to have starting at left tackle with all the options that are out there, it's right under $10 million a year, right? I think the line has been set higher than that going forward for offensive linemen, mm. especially left tackle, right? That's less than you paid Luan. And if the Titans believe that this guy who has started nine games in his entire career was a first-round pick three years ago, that's fine, but going to be 28 years old, if they think this is it, I mean, we're getting deep, deep, into analytic mind run for for Rand Carthon. That's that's what we're doing here. That that this is I'm not going to sit here and crap on it, right? Like I'm not going to just sit here and say I don't think he's going to start. I'm just I this is my first reaction thought. I don't think he's going to start the week 1 of 2021 or 2021, 2023. But we're getting into like moneyball kind of vibes with this signing. You know? And and Rand, look, Rand said that they are going to rely heavily on analytics. They're gonna they're gonna use analytics. They have algorithms. They have certain people in the building that have custom algorithms to figure out players and 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 what their real yield is gonna be like. We're getting into a money ball feel with that kind of signing. If they do say this is gonna be your starting left tackle. He he gets on base. <laughs> he gets on base. Why do we love Hernandez? <laughs> Gets on base. <laughs> I mean, uh, oh, you want you want me to talk? Yeah. When I point at you, you, you talk. talk. <laughs> I mean, that is that that's what it kind of feels like. That's what it kind of feels like. What I mean, okay, so let's go into the scenario, right? Because now we're in the war room. We're you and I. We're, you're Mike Rabel. I'm Rand Carthon. We got our left tackle. 
Now what do we do with the first round pick? Get another left tackle. Get another left tackle. Mike Vrabel, we already have our left tackle. That's what I just told you. It's Dude. the Titans, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just Mike Vrabel. Just, no. Just, no, we need more left tackles. A team full of left tackles. I mean, as as a Titans fan going into an NFL draft, you have to assume. You gotta have your hopes just down. You gotta have them <laughs> so far down that way you can't get disappointed. That's spoken like a real Browns fan. I know. I mean, that is almost the epitome of what I think a Browns fan would say. This might be a bad segue here. Did you see Deshaun Watson's restructure? Uh, yeah, I didn't see the breakdown of it. What was it? I I saw that happened. I cried today. I cried. So the <laughs> Browns restructured Deshaun Watson's contract to free up, I think, 32 to $36 million in cap space yeah. this year. Woohoo! Um, Deshaun Watson is now going to get paid $64 million <laughs> for the next three years. That's awesome. After this season. That's great for y'all. $64 million. It's a really smart move by the, by the Browns. Per year. That money's sitting in an escrow account that, I mean, they had to cut a $256 million check, put it into an escrow account that only Deshaun Watson gets to touch. <laughs> I, had to, I had to just throw that in there. It's wild. Hey, good news. The the brother of that moron that did that that deal for Deshaun Watson, he's he's owning the Preds. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and isn't he going to be the uh, uh, the other, what's his name? What's the owner? Haslam. Mm -hmm. Jimmy, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Jimmy Haslam is going to be owning the Timberwolves too, that's isn't right. it? Yeah. yeah. Or no, it's the Bucks. It's, it's the, the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, yes. <laughs> he can't even say Antetokounmpo. No. <laughs> he doesn't know. He doesn't know about the Greek freak. Uh, good for the Browns. I'm glad they made that restructure. Titans don't have their tackle. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I do not believe it. this is their big spend. Orlando Brown Jr.'s name is out there. Now, you would have obviously had to set the market, right? Like We're looking at $24 million a year, something like that, for Orlando Brown Jr. That would have been, had I seen that name come across for the Tennessee Titans, sold, mm -hmm. right? Sold. That is that's that's your left tackle. That eleven that eleven pick will not be a, an offensive tackle. Won't be an offensive lineman. Period. But this still gets me on the edge of okay. They may still bring in Paris Johnson Jr. Wouldn't they, that be? I just don't. I I don't know if they have the opportunity to. Right. Right. Because that's that's part of the worry now. Because we didn't even really get talked. We were talking about this in the break. Uh, I haven't really been on since the trade of the first round pick for the Bears. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people thought that wasn't even ever going to happen. Uh, well, shocker, it did. Um, I, I, the, the trade that the Bears got back, it does affect the Titans because now the Bears moved to nine and they were in a situation where they were not taking a quarterback they're, if anything, taking just strong pieces now to build on their team. They're off, they're, they're wide receivers, frankly, on paper, are monsters. You have DJ Moore, uh, Chase Claypool, who I still think Chase Claypool is a really good wide receiver uh, if he's on the right team using him properly. And then Darnell Mooney, who Darnell Mooney is, if you just don't know, you just don't know, but right. he's a good wide receiver. Uh, and then Cole Komet is a young tight end that people expect a lot. They expect a lot of him last year. He's good. But they really, I mean, this will be the year now. He'll have zero excuses to step up into more of a Mark Andrews kind of role for that team. The Bears did sign a tackle today, correct? McGinchy. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Or McGlinchy, my bad. Uh, yeah, they did. Uh, and that was the name that the Titans also were going after. So 
Could it was rumored? Let me say that it was rumored. Could this be? Could Andre Dillard be uh, a a fallback move? Could this have been Plan D? Right, like they went from A, B, C, and now they're on D. Could that have been what the Titans are doing? I don't know. Uh, I'm looking at a a, a local uh, uh, Eagles uh, news editor. And uh, he put up a tweet that said, the Andre Dillard era in Philadelphia was bizarre. Traded up for in the first round, only to lose your starting job to a seventh-round pick who never played football in his life. That's Jordan Mulata, right? Jordan Mulata, who is amazing. Mm -hmm. Everybody started knowing that name. Uh, so that's what happened with Andre Dillard. He, he had his job taken from him by a seventh-round pick who was figuring the job out on the job. Right. That's who's being brought up. Well, I think I can confidently say now I don't watch the Titans that much. I'll be honest. You don't. But I do know Caleb Farley is not good. <laughs> so I imagine he's got that job over him. Uh, For who are you talking about? Dillard. Dillard's an offensive tackle. Correct. My mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Adam, just. Yeah. <laughs> hey, dude. Hey, you worry about the Browns. Not a sports show. Not a sports show. <laughs> hey, you know what? You're right. I would say Andre Dillard has the job over Caleb Farley. Caleb Farley probably could not block very well. Dennis Daly. Yeah, that's who you're going to say. Mm -hmm. I, knew, I knew that's who you're trying to say. To be fair, <laughs> Caleb Farley's not good. <laughs> he's not good also. that like As your point was going on, I was like, Wait a second. He, I mean, dude's spitting, but hold on. Let him cook. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like That's what I thought was going on there. Uh, Swinging a mess, <laughs> Brother was dude. preaching up there for a second. Uh, I mean, we had to turn the channel whenever he said that. <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> no, no, no. You're good, though. Dennis, you're right, though. Andre Dillard is better than Dennis Daly. I would probably say that because I've seen way more Dennis Daly than I have of Andre Dillard. Actually, if you really want to get into it, Dennis Daly started more games than Andre yeah, Dillard. I was going to say, everybody has. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's first gut reaction, Dillard's bad. Dillard's a bad – if that's going to be your left tackle, that's bad. Now, could it be a situation where he just needed a rebirth, if you will, you know, first-round draft pick that just got beat out by a guy who – look, Jordan Olad is good too and was was good really quickly. Um, so could it just be he just got beat out by a better guy and just needs that uh, that restart, that re rebirth into the league? Sure. Uh, that that could 100% be it. So, uh, yeah, I don't – I don't uh, – I don't – I don't – I'm not going to sit here and say though that's your that's your starting left tackle. I think a lot you're going to get a lot of the Titans podcasters, writers, all those kind of people. Uh, you know they're going to be putting out Andre Dillard content, just trying to get clicks and all that kind of fun stuff. But at the end of the day, they're going to give you breakdowns. They're going to give you analytics. They're going to give you what he did in college, how his measurables were, all that kind of stuff. It doesn't matter. I, I think this is a this is a low end Dennis Kelly kind of buy. Uh, to just have that floating piece for your right tackle, mm -hmm. your left tackle, if you got to throw them into something, you know, that kind of thing. Safety I think net. Quisenberry, think Quisenberry, maybe, you know, maybe a higher paid Quisenberry. And, and that's the thing. I mean, $9 million a year to get this guy out of first round pick. Like I said, that doesn't that give you kind of money ball vibes? Like yeah. $9 million's not, it's not a ton in the NFL. It's a lot of money, though, still for somebody who's going to be, in my in my mind, a backup. It's one of those things where this guy should be worth this amount of money, but we can get him for this. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. It just it it does feel like that maybe they're just saying, oh, we may have found a diamond in the rough. Effective but, at that price. Yeah. What does that mean? I don't know. 
But it, but see, then that bodes the question of does that mean they're going to start him at left tackle? Yeah. If they're going to start him at left tackle, then you're probably not going to draft a left tackle if, with the 11th pick, right? Like mm-hmm. that's the position. That's the the line isn't a sit and wait. You get thrusted right away into the job. So if they're doing that now, at least they got a guy who is going to be here. I'm assuming, you know, this isn't a, a rookie draft like they did with Isaiah Wilson that just didn't end up working out at all. Um, you know, Bruno is a case of there's good offensive linemen that just didn't get a shot. This kid got a shot in the NFL and just somebody was better than him and he was on a team. So maybe there's something there. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It makes it zero. I just don't understand. It's a strange pick. It's a strange or strange pickup. Let me say that strange pickup, but they did it. That's the Titans got Andre Dillard. And now that's everybody's going to pontificate and wonder what, what does that mean? You know, what does that do? A, a former first rounder coming to the Titans who has played in nine games. Um, he, I'm looking Taylor. So Taylor one just tweeted out, said, uh, I don't know if Andre Dillard has a Twitter. If anyone out there knows and knows him and sees him, this message, tell him uh, congratulations signing here. He's going to love Nashville. That's that's wholesome. Yeah. I was hoping, I was hoping he would be like, ah, yeah, guy's a dog. I remember him, blah, 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 or something like that. No, I didn't get that. (laughs) You just, you just get uh, that right there. The Eagles, by the way, losing everybody. (laughs) I mean, good, bad, in between, doesn't matter. They're losing everybody right now. I don't understand. They seem like one of those teams like the Bengals where they had all these young guys on rookie deals and they just had to like, you know, they had this window, similar to the Bengals, of, you know, opportunities to win the Super Bowl or make the playoffs or, you know, do whatever it was. And it just, I don't, I don't understand. Yeah. So you had already, uh, we talked about Jason Hargrave going to the 49ers. Um, obviously, you have the offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator going out to do new head coaching jobs, one with the Cardinals, one with the Colts. Um, so that, that's gone. Uh, Sirianni stayed, obviously, their head coach. Uh, and then also Marcus Epps, he's gone. Uh, that's a that's he's going to the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean they're just they're the, the the Eagles are maybe they're losing pieces that they don't feel like they need anymore. I just, I just don't think they would go back to the drawing board after. I mean, like just just completely reset. Not the Rams. No. Uh, what's been the best move that you've seen today, though? Easy. Sam Darnold. <laughs> oh, come on. Now, you're doing this for content. Obviously. No, I, <laughs> honestly, anything that the Bears have done is just, it's fantastic. Because I think that they have a really decent shot at winning that division. Signing a tackle to help out Justin Fields. I'm a big, big Justin Fields guy uh, as a Ohio State fan. So, I, all the pieces that will help that team out, I don't I don't mind seeing it. Um, other than that, you know, the best one so far is the Carolina trade. Carolina Bears number one overall pick mm. trade. Maybe today, I have no idea. Yeah, today, I, I today's been strange with some. I, you know, the sneaky good deal was the Lions, and not much talked about it, but they I got Cam yeah. Sutton, okay, uh, cornerback from Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. He is and and Tennessee. If you want to go back to college, uh, he's really good. That was one that I had the Titans trying to go after to get to bring in to be the stud, you know, on this team, to be that, that main lockdown piece. Uh, no, he went to the lions and they, like it got zero press really. I mean, it got out, but I think it was right in the, in the middle of everything. Uh, and to me, that's the lions have gotten a little stronger. Uh, and offense one. is already fantastic. Any, any defensive pieces that they add is just going to improve that team a lot. And now, as long as they're not giving up 35 points a game, like they were last season, 
you know, I think that cornerback is going to be a great addition. Maybe even get rid of Jeff Okuda because he hasn't really done as well as I would have liked him to do. To represent? Yeah. He's not representing, is he? No. Uh, and then uh, the move, obviously, former Titans going to the Bears. Uh, Nate Davis going out there. Uh, guard, offensive lineman. That's that's a, that's a loss for the Titans, and it's going to be a gain for the Bears. They've, they've really overhauled their uh, their entire front line already. Now, see that that Nate Davis one too to be a guard as a guard. He's making thirty for three years. I was going to say it was ten million. Yeah. Yeah. So he's he's right around that same range that uh, you're bringing in Dillard for for the Titans. What you know, make make of that what you will, but I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Tremaine Edwards going to the Bears. That one was a huge deal. Uh, Bills lost a good one there, um, and then Pat Peterson. Uh, Steelers, that's right. Going to the yeah. Steelers, probably going to end his career as a Steeler for sure. He's not bad. No. He's still not bad. I mean, he's older, but he's he's still there uh, and still a good player. Chiefs going after Jawan Taylor, the offensive tackle there. That yeah, that's crazy from the Jaguars. They're just moving on from Orlando. Moving on from Orlando Brown Jr. Supposedly, um, I they also see they also lost Andrew Wiley, who was their right tackle. So there is part of me that some people have said that, oh, well, Orlando Brown Jr. is gone because Juwan's coming in, but they also lost their right tackle. So they had to fill a tackle spot all the same. I don't know if that just directly means they're 100% out of Orlando Brown Jr. I think they may see if what he goes to the market with, and they might be negotiating back and forth, and if they just can't afford him, they can't afford him. But, uh, I mean, he just won a Super Bowl with the team. Offensive line, you want a lot of continuity with. They already had the year where they didn't have a lot of continuity due to some injuries and then some getting replaced, and they lose that Super Bowl against the Bucks. If you remember on that one, so uh, I don't know. I don't know. Losing Wiley was big for them, uh, and he's going to the Commanders over there with his buddy Eric Bieniemy. Um, oh, what about Mike White going to the the Dolphins? Dolphins? Yeah, yeah two year deal. <laughs> Sad for the Jets. Got a stud. Got you. Got you to his backup. I feel terrible for New York fans. <laughs> well, they're. They might be getting Aaron Rodgers soon. Well, the announcement hasn't come out yet. So. Well, it did, but it did, right? Yeah, exactly. Doesn't make any sense. Trey Wingo, you just lying? Are you lying, Loser. Trey Wingo? Trey Wingo used to get all these news. Gosh. And now, is he just lying? Just kidding. It doesn't make any sense. We'll see. We come back. Alex Darty is going to be on with us. We're going to switch up the conversation, talking some Preds hockey. It's going to be good stuff on the other side here on the afternoon stretch. Good afternoon. Here's what we're looking at. Traffic starting to get a little bit busy now out through Hermitage on I-40 East out past the airport, continuing into Wilson County. A little bit of radar through Rutherford and Coffee this afternoon. That's Coffee County to the north. Heavy, but moving 65. Now, it's going to want to slow right at Vietnam Vets. Nash Painting services all of Middle Tennessee. If you want your house painted right this spring, call these guys at Nash Painting. Area code 615-912-2288. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Prescription products require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Subscription required. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 90% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to 4 slash joy. At Hims, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the biggest brands at 90% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but 90% cheaper. 
It's the same medication you get from your doctor, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4hymns.com joy. That's 4hymns.com joy for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. Realtors abide by a code of ethics. This is Article 9 in action. Beth, a first-time homebuyer, knew nothing about the home buying process, except that she wanted to buy a home. But her Realtor had the expertise to make sure Beth understood every document, even giving her copies to review with her lawyer so Beth could close on her first home with confidence. Complicated things explained in simple terms. The difference between an agent and a Realtor is real. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. Bundling car and renter's insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? Look for the signs. Chances are they live in a home and have a car. They use money and enjoy having more of it. They probably drink lots of lemonade. Mmm, lemonade. And they've probably said something suspicious like, I'm bundling with GEICO or stop spying on me with those binoculars. If so, you may want to ask them how easy it was to bundle with GEICO. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at Strike and Spare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. I saw a picture of Jim McMahon. Jim McMahon is one of those guys that lived hard, okay? I know. Look, I know. I understand. There's some rough, humble miles on that body. Yeah. Some on the field, some off the field. Yeah. Jim McMahon, high mileage. Oh, there's a high, high mileage. High mileage in that vehicle. It is not no. highway miles. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. The Afternoon Stretch with Zatch Williams and some dude named after a 1940s cartoon baby who is in reality a gangster on the run from the police. Bruno's not here. That that still makes it seem like he is. Which, by the way, hey, the boy played. Uh, he got into the fourth quarter. Uh, last night's Defenders-Vipers matchup. They're 4-0. And Bruno's been there for two of them. And he's played in one of them. <laughs> Win bonuses. Win bonuses count all the same. Yeah, oh, yeah, I texted him in the group chat. I said, send me money. <laughs> so did I. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're waiting for it. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Uh, let's go now and talk to our good buddy, Alex Darty. You can follow him on Twitter at AlexDarty1. Alex, thanks so much for jumping on with us, man. Of course. How are y'all doing? Doing well. And I, it's, it's kind of a, you know, Predators hockey has i i mean it, it took over the news for so long and now i feel like it's kind of it's it's not regressing i don't want to say regressing because that's not the right word but it's kind of fading in a little bit now is that is that how you're feeling about it because i know obviously you're seeing them every day uh and focus them on every day how have you seen you know not so much the analytics of clicks i'm not saying that but how, what is the vibe that you've been seeing of just coverage for the preds well i uh one thing that probably contributes to that is they've been on the road for Mm. six straight games. They've been all over. They went down to Florida, Chicago, 
and then out west to Vancouver and Arizona, Los Angeles, Anaheim. So they, they've been on the road for like two weeks straight. So that's part of it. Um, I, I still think um, there's a lot of uh, th- there's there's significant momentum in terms of the fan base. I, I mean, I can't I, I, I not being really a part of the fan base. I can't really speak for it. But from what I can tell, at least in the digital space, in the online world, um, there's a there's quite a lot of momentum. I mean, like they've you know, they've won eight out of their last 12 games. They've sort of found their way back into the playoff race. I mean, they're only like five points out of the, of a playoff spot with games in hand. And that's like, you know, better than they've been in a while. And I think that there's a lot of people who think who who would have thought, you know, before they sold everything, if they had been pushing for the playoffs, it would have been a disappointment. But now that they've sold and they've got all these young guys in, they all of a sudden it's like a, kind of a different mindset. Okay, all right, now fine, yeah, make the playoffs. That sounds good. So there's there's a there's probably more people on board with the team now than were I would say in January, for example, when they were bad and didn't have a direction, didn't know what was going to happen with David Poyle. And there, so the, I think things are are really in a better place now. I mean, we'll see what happens over these last 18 games, but um, things still seem, you know, they come home for a couple games and they'll be, they have several big home games coming up, including Winnipeg on Saturday. That's a big game, but there's a lot of, a lot of momentum, I think in terms of, you know, can this team actually do it? Can this team make the playoffs? It's funny too, that, you know, you, you said that the reason why it seems like they've kind of faded away or, or what I was kind of alluding <laughs> to is because they're on the road doesn't seem like many many reporters really travel with the Preds I mean this is kind of a bigger question obviously Alex but I definitely have seen some open conversation on Twitter uh with different people that, that cover the beat with the Preds or something like that and they just talk about how uh you know what you know x tv station radio station newspaper whatever you want to say they just don't even don't send anybody on the road why do you think that is Oh, well, if we're going to get into this, I've got a lot of opinions about this, but I, I <laughs> hey, man, hey, that's what we do, right? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, I feel very strongly that the team does need uh, more reporters on the road. Um, I would love to be one of those re- people on the road covering the team. Uh, it's unfortunately not in the budget for for our company that we that I work for. But um, there I, and I think that's probably the, the case for for most companies right i mean like consider the 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 biggest media companies in nashville are are you know the tennessean and you got you got the the tv stations tv stations aren't going to send anybody they haven't sent anybody in probably ever and the tennessean is you know they're they're pretty much just staying in town i mean like i I know that they do send people on the road for, for titans games and stuff like that but it's just not in the budget and i think it's just because the the money isn't quite there yet uh or at least not not anymore um I think uh, you can do reporting. You can do quality reporting on the team while they're on the road. It just isn't the same exactly. I mean, you only get so much in the in like post game, but uh, I think it does make a difference when you have people on the road. And and I I think there's there's some stuff in the works for the future. I think for that, and I can't really go into details on that. But you know, we'll see if maybe in the future there's more people covering the team on the road. I think it's more important to cover the team to have quality reco- coverage with the team, at least when they're at home. So we got to make sure that's mm. quality too. I mean, like, as of right now, there's only th- two or three independent media sources or media people covering the team 
that aren't employed by the team at every game. And I mean, at every game, like two or three, sometimes there's more, sometimes there's sometimes, every, you know, a lot of people come and a lot of people show up if it's a big game or something. But I mean, there's like two or three that are there every game, no matter what, you know, I'm one of them and there's only a couple others. So hmm. uh, it, it's, it's important. I think to, to at least have coverage for every game, no matter what. Um, and also what does your coverage look like? Is it, is it uh, independent? Is it like, you know, influenced? Is it, is it fan focused, which I tend not to be, I don't, I don't like to be fan focused. Uh, is it, uh, you know, unbiased? Is it going to ask, you know, tough questions and stuff like that? And you get into all kinds of arguments about what that even means, but right. um, yeah, I think it's an important topic. Yeah, no, I do too. Cause I, like I said, I saw the open conversation that was had. I don't remember when, and I didn't even plan on bringing it up with you, but as we were sitting here and you mentioned that that way, I, that kind of sparked that, uh, that, uh, that memory of it from, I don't know, it was a week ago on Twitter or so. Uh, and I started thinking that is interesting. I never, I never, you know, cause for Titans games, there are plenty of people that go on the road and they, you know, they all do their coverage and things like that. And obviously the NFL is the NFL, right? That's just a, a money monster, uh, you know, and, and so there's so much attention paused to that, but I know there's a lot of people that would also love coverage the same way that they get with the Titans, uh, you know, with the predators. So anyway, that was, uh, that was a long way to get around it, but I'm glad, Hey, we talked about it though. At least Alex, see, we don't stray away from the, uh, the awkward conversations that other people might not like to have Alex. Yeah, no, it's an important <laughs> conversation. And it's also one that it really bothers me whenever people talk about it, that don't know anything about what's, what, what you know, why that might be, or mm. when people just want to blame media for anything related to the Predators, it really gets me going because I, I don't really understand that topic, I, I, or I, I don't understand that take. I don't, I don't get why people need to go to that that direction because all it does is hinder like the the people that might want to get involved in it, right. and also it it doesn't. It's not like it changes anything. I mean, like we we can only do so much. We can ask the questions we want to. We can use our access in the right way to to get information out there that might not be out there otherwise. We can create narratives and start narratives that maybe lead to other kind of change, but you know, we can't we're not in charge. <laughs> now, let's talk about some actual Predators hockey here. Uh talk to me about Luke Evangelista. That name, I'm seeing him everywhere. I was reading your article uh a couple of weeks ago uh out about him talk to me about what you've seen in him and his uh his first starts and his first tenure here with the team yeah evangelista is um he, just a, a quick rising you know offensive player i i think you know he's, he's got he scored a couple goals already i think um his his involvement in the team the rest of this year will be fairly minimal i, I don't see him like you know coming on and, and becoming like a philip forsberg right away uh but i think the ceiling for him is to be kind of a 30 goal scorer kind of guy that uh, is going to just be a solid offensive presence for, for years to come. The, the biggest thing about him, he's got speed. He has a really good wrist shot. He skates well. Uh, I think he works well with some of the other off young offensive players that they have, especially Tommy Novak, who by the way is also very good right now and, and playing probably better than anyone on the team. Uh, but Evangelista, yeah, I think I was a little surprised when they when they called him up recently because I, I really thought we wouldn't see him until next year. But he wasn't. Look, this is a good example of the bucking the trend about, you know, do you need now? He's not he's not a Connor McDavid type, but like, do you need to just bet, tank and go in that go into the um, down part of the league for a number of years in order to get top quality talent? 
Evangelista was a second round pick. He was the 42nd overall pick by the Nashville Predators and flew up the charts. He lit absolutely lit up the OHL, had a really strong season, 55 goals in his uh in his first full OHL season. I'm sorry, second full OHL season. Um, and then came on to Milwaukee, played really well there. I, I think he's probably going to be the leading scorer on this team in two years, maybe, maybe, maybe three years by the time Forsberg hits, you know, 35 or whatever he'll be at that point. I think Evangelista will be the leading scorer on the team come 2026, 2027. How does that work out too? Cause I, I think we've probably crossed this bridge before, uh, but with your much more dense knowledge than me compared for just hockey in general, trying to tank right like every year especially in football right there's always the people say oh you should tank for this quarterback he's going to change the world but then really you get that first round pick whoever that guy is and it doesn't ever really work out you know the way that people think oh he's just going to be for sure Super Bowl winner in hockey how does that work out you know for Connor McDavid's of the world uh Bedard's coming up that sort of thing how much does that really affect the overall winning side of the team well, there's all kinds of math that goes into it. I, I, it would take a while to really dive into it, but but basically, it's true that if you you know the more top five picks you have, and I, I would say top five, not just top three, but top five picks, the more of those you have, the more likely you're going to have a really solid team. Um, but the the chance of the the chances of of tanking at the right time and getting that one player is just like it's almost impossible to do. I mean. Not to mention the lottery system is has changed so that you really can't just be an awful team and and count on the top pick. I mean, uh, a few years ago, the the New Jersey Devils and the Philadelphia Flyers were were I don't know outside of the top five in terms of their uh, their their pick chances, and they got number one and number two, uh, jumping over t- over some really bad teams like Buffalo and stuff like that. So, I mean, you can jump and not being that bad of a team. You can also be really bad, get a top pick, and still not be very good. <laughs> uh, I mean, the Buffalo Sabres are a good example of that. I think the the Florida Panthers have done that. Um, the Devils are starting to come along, but, you know, you, you never know. And then there's also just – it takes so much more than just one guy. I mean, you, you have to have – if you're really going to go the tank route, you've got to get like three or four years – of, of bad picks. I mean, that's what Colorado did. Colorado got a Nathan McKinnon. They got a uh, uh, Kale McCarr out of their, their bad years. Um, and uh, that really was all it needed. That's all they needed. They needed to get those guys. And then they got a cup out of it. So, um, you know, it, it's just, there's so much risk involved with it. I, I it'll never happen with Nashville because they do not want to be that bad for a number of years. So anyone holding out for that, it's not going to happen. Well, and that, that's kind of the case I was getting into is that, they had this turnaround. They had a good road trip uh, recently, and really after the All Star break, I mean, actually not even after the All Star All break, it was really after the Poyle news. We started seeing this team playing with a different fervor, uh, to use a big word, um, and they they were they were winning. and And like you were saying, they're getting close to a playoff run. Uh, what what does that mean for this team? Because that I know we've talked about it before. The middling is just kind of right where you don't want to be half the time because you're you're not getting those changing players like those top five picks but then you know there is the good side of the playoff that you can't at least say these young guys are getting a taste of what it is for whatever the future can be so where is that sweet spot that you would like to see the Preds be at when it's all wrapped up at the end of the season 
I mean, I think that they could be right where they are if, if they were in the playoffs. I, I think you don't want to be out of the playoffs and out of the lottery pick. That's the worst spot. So if they're going to do it, they need to do it. They need to they need to go on a hot streak these last 18 games and make it into the playoffs. Um, when I talked to Barry Trotz when he on that day that they announced that he was going to be the, the, the new GM, um, he was pretty honest about, you know, the fact that they've never been able to acquire that top, that really top forward guy in the top three. And he's basically said, look, we, we probably will never get to that. We will probably, we are going to have to acquire that player some other way. There's a couple ways you can do that. One is via trade, which the Nashville Predators have done by getting Ryan Johansson, who was a number four overall pick. Another is via free agency, who they got Matthew Shane, who was a number three overall pick. And then the other way, and this is out of the box and probably won't happen, but you never know, would be an offer sheet. You can go after RFAs, young restricted free agents, throw a lot of money at them, force the force the signing team to make a decision of whether to sign this guy for a ton of money or to take the the draft pick compensation, which, by the way, Nashville has every draft pick in the next three drafts to, to work with. So you could see them go after a, a, a guy like a Trevor Zegers, for example. Um, don't think that's going to happen, but you know, someone like that, you could go after a top, top player without having to tank and without having to be a bad, bad team for a number of years. So there's other ways to do it. Well, we'll find out if they can continue this uh, this winning ways that they've been in. That's that's. I mean, it's it's better for. Once again, I, I people people harp on me because they they call me such a negative Nancy and all these different things. I, I when the local teams are winning, every it, all of our jobs get easier. Alex, they all get when 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 the Preds are winning, it's easier to get people involved in loving you know the stories and everything. When the Titans are winning, same. When the Vols are winning, when Vandy is winning, that's what we want. We want we want the local teams winning. So we'll see if they can continue doing it. Alex Darty, you can follow him on Twitter at Alex Darty One. Covers everything for. Uh, all Preds, that is, for A to Z Sports. He always worked there. Tremendous follow on Twitter, by the way. If, you don't, if you're not following, we need to go ahead and bless your timeline and uh, uh, have him on that following or whatever it is. Is it still a timeline, Alex? It's got, like, following, and then it's got, like, a for you. I don't know. Which one do you stay on? I can never I, – I, I'll do the for you, but then I'm like, I'm probably missing something on the other side. Oh, I don't think I ever go to the for you. I, I'm just, I just, I want to make it whoever I'm following. I don't uh, want to see all these other people. <laughs> Alex, thanks so much for jumping on, buddy. All right. Thanks a lot. Y'all take it easy. Absolutely. Good stuff there from Alex Darty. Follow him on Twitter once again, Alex Darty one and make sure you're on the following side. So that way you can see all of what he's doing. I, do, you, do you stick on for you or following? I honestly didn't know that. I have to go check. You I've look at your phone. Even... It's like on your phone. It says for you, and then it's got following. And I don't oh, know. I'm on for you. you, you I've never you ever are, even realized you're getting a following. You're getting influenced. I, yeah. You're getting mar- you're you're a marketing target. There's good stuff on there. Mm. You're an analytics machine. That's what you are, Devlin. All numbers. That's what you are. I get on base. <laughs> All right. If you want to jump in, final segment six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. Good afternoon. We're seeing a uh, slowdown develop out in Lebanon, Wilson County, 40 eastbound there at Cumberland Street. That's 231, 40 east. Again, starting to run slow just outside of Lebanon. Traffic's increasing to the north on 65, just making it, uh, just trying to make it past Vietnam Vets. Some radar, I-40 out in parts of Dixon County. Princess Hot Chicken is catering. Check out that menu, princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic.
Hey guys, it's Zach. Gear up for golf at Play It Against Sports in Brentwood and Hendersonville during their March golf sale. Swing in and stock up on their huge selection of new and gently used golf gear and equipment. During their month-long March golf sale, you save 10% on all gently used golf clubs. They have the trained staff to help you find the perfect set of golf clubs, a golf bag, golf balls, or a travel golf carry bag for the upcoming season. And they will also buy the golf gear you're no longer using. That's right, every day, all day, you can get cash on the spot for your underused golf gear. They also buy baseball, lacrosse, football, soccer, disc golf, plate weight, hockey gear, and the treadmill that is transformed into a clothes hanger. If you have gear you no longer use or doesn't fit, trade it in for either cash or for store credit towards your next purchase. And you can trust me, not only am I a spokesperson, but I'm a customer. You can always find me in the golf section over at the Hendersonville store. Check out Play It Against Sports in Brentwood and Hendersonville. Tell them your friend Zach over here at Nashville Sports Radio sent you. That's Play It Against Sports in Brentwood and Hendersonville. Bundling home and car insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? They may drop little hints like... Beautiful day out. Even more beautiful since we saved by bundling our home and car insurance with GEICO. Or... Yard work is hard. Much harder than bundling with GEICO, which was easy. Or it may be even subtler, like... Speaking of burgers, we bundled our home and car insurance with GEICO and saved a bunch of money. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. In uncertain times, you can be certain of this. The Salvation Army is serving those most in need with help and hope. Thanks to your donations, the Salvation Army is helping those affected by COVID-19. Those who've lost wages, who have no home to retreat to, who need food help with utilities, and most of all, hope. To see how you can continue to make a difference, visit GiveWestwood.org, GiveWestwood.org. Celebrate the history of our national pastime at the National Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum in Cooperstown. See priceless treasures that'll bring your baseball memories to life. Connect with events that have shaped and changed the game and our country. Our stories to tell your memories to share. Plan your visit today at baseballhall.org. Your exclusive Nashville Sports Radio WNSR Skyscan forecast for this afternoon. Partly sunny skies, a high of 47 with a light northwest wind. For tonight, a widespread frost warning after midnight, overnight low 30 degrees. A utilizing the resources of the Weather Bug Network Rome on Nashville Show. Sports I Radio get a lot of vacation. On I understand that. However, I don't take a lot of sick days. These things are not one and the same. That was not like I worked eight straight days or I worked Super Bowl Sunday. I think think I'll give myself a day off. I earned it. And by the way, I could because I have those days. I pride myself in not taking sick days. I hate that. We usually grind through it. But honestly, it was the right thing. In that case, it was the right thing. The Jim Rome Show. Weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio. The show that makes you thankful for Braves games. The Afternoon Stretch with Zach and Bruno and Ray. The Afternoon Stretch. Devil McKenzie, Zach Williams. Just had a great interview with Alex Darty, Beta Z Sports, talking all things Preds. If you haven't heard it, it's already up. You can all go ahead and listen to it. Devil McKenzie's working double time right now. We love it. A lot going on on this side. A lot going on. I mean, spinning the plates. You know what I mean? You ever heard of Red Panda? You know who that is? No. She's a really famous, like, halftime act. 
And uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. She, oh yeah. They had her out on the uh, Saturday uh, slate of SEC tournament games. They had her for the Vanderbilt game actually. I think she was the halftime for the Vanderbilt game, and uh, people love her. Man. She's busy. Yeah, she's at like everything. I feel like she was just throwing bowls on her head. I, I just, how do you get good at that? I don't know. I mean, it's cool that she is right. Like, like what good do you have for the you. idea that like that's where you're that's where you're gonna get good. Yeah, at? Yeah, I'm gonna. You, how do you like? What do you like? There's some people that I know that like make money through YouTube or whatever, and they're like, you know, or they're like an influencer on mm -hmm. Instagram. They never know how to say like, what do you do for work? They're like, oh, I, you know, make YouTube or whatever. What do you say? What do you say if you're Red Panda? I throw bowls on my head mm -hmm. and I get on a unicycle. How do, people are like, what? <laughs> yeah, man, that's how I make the money. It's impressive. It's pretty good money, probably too. Uh, yeah, you're playing. You're playing whole arenas <laughs> you know? all the time. Yeah, all everywhere, every day. There, there's red pandas out there doing it. So, uh, shout out to her. I had never seen it live in person until that day. I've seen so many videos of it, though. Yeah, yeah. It's impressive. It's really impressive. But it's just once again, what's the training regimen? What's the diet regimen? Well, you got to start out like as like a server, and you realize <laughs> I can carry a lot of these. <laughs> You're just like really good at carrying yeah. the the big doing tricks in the kitchen and then you realize like people are enjoying this what was that what's the thing called the big black circle that they hold the every tray the tray yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you were a server I at was, one point yeah. yeah i haven't been a server in a long time i, I loved it i was a i was a server at a at a japanese uh sushi house in chattanooga mm -hmm. and let me tell you i sucked at it <laughs> i wasn't bad i could carry i never never dropped a tray once never dropped a drink nothing I didn't drop anything. I just, I, I'd start talking to people and then I just sit down and completely forget about other people's tables. That happens. A lot, I, you know yeah. what? Not my, not my forte. Too personable. People, the the owners of that business hated me. I st I stayed on for a long time for no reason. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I was a terrible server. I, I remember one guy whistled at me, mm. and I I, I t told him off. I was like, "Hey, you're man. not getting served." Yeah, I, was like, I, just, I, was, I just straight up I was like, "You're never doing that again." I'm not helping you. And, I, and then that was a big issue. Yeah. Just for all you listeners out there that go to restaurants, I imagine a lot of you, if you tell your server, don't worry about it, take your time, I know you're busy, you're getting service. You're getting a lot of it. <laughs> that server's going to love you. <laughs> I don't tip either. No, I'm kidding. I, was <laughs> what if I just went out on a whole rampage. Yeah. I tip her if it's good. No. <laughs> what is that, Reservoir Dogs? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, man. I Yeah, I, I sucked as a server. It gross too. I didn't do this. I, I I may have done it one time. Let me say that I may have done it one time, but like it's sushi bar, you know. So there's like really good. It was high. It was good sushi, man. The mm. food at this place was awesome. It's still there. No free shout outs, of course, though. No. Um, and you fired me, but you know, all the same, <laughs> I, I sucked at the job. But you know, I'm not helping you because you fired me. But good food, and uh, you know, you're you'd eyeball, you know, you'd eyeball the plates, and I know other people probably do this at other jobs. Snagger roll, little, just a little piece. If you're like me, I'm a bit of a germaphobe, so I have to like make sure nobody's touched anything. Mm -hmm. And I think I did it one time, and I, I instantly regretted it. But I watch people all the time, man. They take those plates back, and they would use the same fork and stuff, and, mm -hmm. and that the other people did. They're just eating off of it. Yeah, you service people are weird. Not me. You didn't do that. No. You never did that. No, not even one time. If I got food, man, I was I was I was cool with the kitchen. So like I would just go to they the would kitchen make you and be food. Like, Yo, whip me whip me up something. Yeah, I'll grab you a drink or something. I'll give you what you want: soda, water <laughs> with lemon. I got you. Oh, I was I was taking free sodas all the time. Oh, God. are you kidding me? 
Yes, all the time. Just soda theft. Uh, no, <laughs> I mean, I would, I would like take so much that then I'd have to change out the little thing in the back. Yeah, just because, yeah. and it was me. <laughs> like, yeah, I finished strictly. it off. You know How what I mean? Disappearing so fast. I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> A lot of run on Sprite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't leave your Sprite around. Zach. March has been a big month for Sprite in this place. <laughs> Uh, yeah, also, I, I sucked, like, wiping down tables, all that kind of stuff. I was terrible, man. Oh, we had, I mean, I, I would pick up myself a little bit, but the busters would go take care of that. We didn't have any busters. Uh, you did everything. Uh, I'm, that, I'm not. No, nope. you did everything at this place, man. I was I was 10 feet, I was 10, 10 toes on the solid on the ground, you know That's what I mean? That's different. That's different. I was doing it all. Mm-hmm. I even I even got behind uh, the glass one time and actually made some sushi. Really? Talk about people pissed off walking in. And seeing my dumb white face behind yeah. them. <laughs> yeah, hey, how y'all doing? Y'all want some sushi? Yeah. <laughs> this is know. not the place for this. No. <laughs> yeah, they pulled me in from the Kroger. <laughs> nice. I mean, yeah, that was uh that wasn't that did that was not long lived. Disaster. <laughs> I think it was a guy just didn't show up and they just needed somebody back there. Sure, man. Go ahead. Prep. Whatever. All yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. Golly. College. Good times. Anyway. David Long got signed. Uh, Tennessee Titans no longer have David Long. The Miami Dolphins got him for a two-year deal worth $11 million. That came across the wire. Expensive. It's not expensive at all. Some would argue that it's weird that the Titans didn't want to keep him because he's a, he's a good, he's a good player for 11 million, $11 million for two years. You're talking about 5 million for consistency on a team, right? Like, the consistent side of the team and, and somebody was who was a leader of that defense, uh, that's 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 crazy. I want to talk real quick about the Aaron Rodgers situation. Because mm-hmm. what happened? Nothing. Literally Trey Wingo nothing. just came out and lied, right? Yep. Isn't that what Trey Wingo did? That's back to your point like forever ago you made this point. Anybody can just come out and say something. He said uh, it was pretty much done or something like that. Like yeah. making it very clear that this deal is happening. I mean, this is full on lying season, right? Like it just is. And it doesn't matter how successful, uh, how, you know, what your credentials are. Cause look, he may have heard a legit, a legit thing. And this, this was a tweet. Trey, Trey Wingo, uh, put out at Wingo's with a Z, not, not an S. Uh, he put out hearing Rogers to the jets is done. History about to repeat itself between New York and green Bay. Time is indeed a flat circle. That's the tweet that he put out. That's, I mean, yeah, that's saying he's done. It's done. It's done. You know, before had to come out and say, like, no, he didn't even, he didn't add him, but he was like, yeah, that didn't happen. Yeah. So sorry. He came out and just flat out said, there's nothing happening. I wish it had, but it hasn't. I will say this Trey Wingo may have heard something that was actually reliable. I will say that. I think he did. The Aaron Rodgers situation, if there's one thing, if you follow Aaron Rodgers and he's going on Pat McAfee and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff, he hates the the brand NFL ESPN reporters. The he, people. Yeah. He hates the, the stories they come out with. It's 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 clear. And he talks about, I mean, he said this many times. If you're in my circle, you're not talking to them. Mm-hmm. Nothing from my circle is coming out. They don't know anybody in my circle. They have no clue. Now, maybe on the Jets side, they probably have some sort of, you know, uh, rumor mill or some person they have an insider with. Sure, they they for sure do. But Trey Wingo did wouldn't just come out and say, oh, it's done. He wouldn't just put that out there. 
I, I think the deal is nearing a, a completion. If if it doesn't happen tomorrow, because Tuesday is the day that Aaron Rodgers goes on Pat McAfee. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder. That's a big day. Yeah. Uh, it's funny because all the news, everything else that's happened today, all of it, even the, the first-round pick trade for the Bears, gone. It's all Aaron Rodgers. You're going to hear Aaron Rodgers to the Jets and everything that's happened. That is the news story. But the Trey Wingo thing, that to me, I, I don't think – I, I don't think he would just put that out as a lie, like a ha ha got you, you know, no. uh, that, that one would be, uh, really crazy. Did he throw out like a per sources? No, he didn't do it. He just didn't. No, he just said her hearing Rogers to the jets is done. That that's the tweet. That's the movement that Trey Wingo heard. And I, I would say this. I think that Ian Rappaport probably hates that. Wingo put that out there, and that's why because you, you don't see you don't see a whole lot of that. Even uh, Jets players, I believe it was Garrett Wilson, Garrett, Sauce Gardner coming out and saying they, how excited they were. They were all happy about following it. following that tweet. You think you think Je- Garrett Wilson wouldn't have any clue what's going on with his his quarterback, who his quarterback might be? Mm-hmm. Guy just won uh, offensive rookie of the year. Mm-hmm. What, what's he What's he going to do? Not know what's going on? I think I think the deal is getting closer to done. I bet you it's been a little hairy because it's a lot of money. They're trying to figure out who's going to take what, who's going to have what. And it's also, I think, on the Aaron Rodgers side, I think he's he's weighing out like a year. He wants to do a year, but I bet you the Jets are probably trying to get him there two years. It mm-hmm. feels like Aaron Rodgers wants to do one more year, have this run with a young team, see what happens. If it's good, it's good. If it's bad, I'm out. Mm-hmm. And I think that may be what's scaring the Jets because they're going to be tying up a lot of money and a lot of their future with year. really young talent, mm-hmm. good talent too, on both sides of the ball for just a year. And, I mean, yeah, after that, Rodgers run, if it is one year. Nothing. Could it be a Matt Stafford kind of situation, though? He gets in, true, but works well with the team, wins a Super Bowl? That could happen. Yeah. If you're a Jets fan, sign me the hell up. Oh, for right? sure, yeah. <laughs> you want it. Mm-hmm. And then if he if he ends up leaving, then you can figure out the next steps from there. But you still have your – your young nucleus that is surrounding the team. Yeah. I mean, that young nucleus, it's going to be around there for a while. So, yeah. I mean, you do have that going for you. It's not like the, where the Rams just signed all these guys for the one year just hoping that we can get one. It's They're they're there for a while. It's just the quarterback. Yeah. And, hey, could Aaron, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is better than Matt Stafford. I think a lot of people would agree with that. Oh, yeah. So, all right. Hey, we are done for the day. We'll be back tomorrow on these airwaves, 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Actually, we're going to be live from First Horizon Park, down there where the sounds play, getting you ready for Vandy baseball going on. That'll be happening tomorrow. Coming up next, we're going to have Darren McFarlane and Matt Grigsby. They're going to be talking to Youth Connect, talking all things high school sports here in Tennessee. It's going to be the first-time show, so you want to listen to a first-time show? Here you go. Remember, if nobody's told you, I love you and you matter. Have a great night. We'll see you guys tomorrow here on Nashville Sports Radio.